listening to Discover the Bible Podcast with Pastor Holly Howard from Bridge of Hope Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm Sarah Thomas, and I'm the Creative Arts Director at Bridge of Hope Church. So I'm really excited about this next series we're doing. It's called The Benefits of Walking in Love. Over the next several weeks, we're going to be unpacking five different benefits you can expect when you choose to walk in God's love. And we're so excited to share this with you, so we hope you enjoy. Welcome back to Discovering the Bible with Holly Howard. Um, I'm Sarah Thomas, and we both got some different hairstyles this time. Yeah, we do. Mine's a little darker and a little bit shorter. And mine just went a whole different Another color. color. <laughs> different color in the Crayola box. I know. You never know what's going to happen next. That's right. But I am so excited to be doing this again. Our last podcast um, went really well for our first time, so yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I know. Um, I was nervous. Yeah, you could you yeah. can tell. Yeah, we were all a little nervous. Yeah, hopefully we won't be so nervous today. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get used to it. It's gonna yeah. become more natural. Yes. So um, we're doing the benefits of walking in love today, yeah. and I'm really excited to unpack what those are, what that <laughs> even means. Um, I know I was challenged by the last podcast about you know. Um, about love and so I'm excited to get this started yeah you're challenged I'm still challenged I know (laughs) this is is tough stuff so so what we're going to do today is we talked about love last week we're going to talk about the the um the benefits of love and love is God's way to prosper in our spirit and in our soul and in our body so walking in this God kind of love is the way to prosper in every single area of our life so that's what we want to kind of go over today Right. And in the last podcast, we you kind of summed up that God's one law, like one royal law for our lives is that it's covered in Romans 13, 10. So it's love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. So all the laws came down to this one, which is love. Yeah, exactly. And and your neighbor is, is anyone. Everyone's a neighbor. So love doesn't do any harm to anyone. In 1 Corinthians uh, 14 and 1, we covered this as well, and I'll briefly hit this. It says, pursue this love. It's talking about this God kind of love. Pursue this love with eagerness. Make it your goal. That's the amplified version. The NIV reads like this. Let love be your highest goal. So there must be a reason why God wants us to make love our priority in life. And, And it's because he knows that there are benefits that come with it. It's because he knows that it's going to bring profit to us. But the but the opposite of that is true is that if it's going to bring us a profit to our life, um, not walking in love can harm us. Okay. So you say that walking in love now has a benefit. So how many benefits are we talking about? Like, is there like a, a bunch or is there just like a select few or? Well, for today, I only have five. Okay. I'm sure if I researched and studied in the Bible <laughs> some more, I might, I might be able to find some more benefits. But okay, for so now, we got five. We've got five for today. All right. All right. So the first benefit um, is godliness. Um, walking in the God kind of love brings us profit it causes us to profit so i want to break down like okay so the first benefit in in order to receive these benefits um there's like conditions okay so if i meet the condition 
I receive kind of like the reward. So 1 Timothy 4 and 8 says, For physical training is of some value. It's useful for a little, but godliness or spiritual training is useful and of value in everything and in every way, for it holds promise for the present life and also for the life which is to come. So... It says in the scripture in the Amplified Version that it's like physical training. So, you know, you go to the gym and, you know, you can't just start off lifting like 315, you know, bench pressing. But, you know, you have to train at it. You got to work up to it, yeah. Right. So we can do that spiritually? Yes. Okay. We can do that spiritually. And, and, um... So it doesn't just like hit you. You have to train oh, at it. No, no, you don't. You just don't wake up one day and like, oh wow, you know, I gave my heart to Christ and I'm suddenly, oh, I'm godly. <laughs> I've been walking with the Lord for years <laughs> and I still need to work in in, in okay. this area. Uh, it, it it's physical training. You know, we get stronger and we get stronger and we get stronger the more we practice it. And I will hit the this you know concept of practicing this awesome. a little bit uh, later in the podcast. So the the New Living Translation, uh, this is how it reads. Um, for 1 Timothy 4.8, it says this, Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. So godliness is this spiritual training, right. and it means to be like God. And we know because we talked about this in our last episode that God is love. So we could say it this way. We could say walking in the God kind of love is profitable for all things. All. Oh. All things. Not just not just in eternity. Not just, you know, oh, I'm going to receive my reward for this when I get to heaven. No, it's talking about now, today. Yes, there's a reward in eternity that we'll receive as right. well. But what we're going to get out of this is now, like, while I'm here on this earth today, not tomorrow. I can get benefits. It benefits me now in oh, this awesome. life and in the one to come. So, so okay, if it brings me profit, the word profit, what, what does that mean? So I looked this up. I wanted to see what does that word mean. And this is, this is uh, the word translated uh, profit is to assist, be useful, advantageous, to better or to prevail. So if I want to receive a, the, the benefit to profit my life by walking in love, this is what it's saying. If you would like to be successful in your job, walk in love. Um, if you want to prevail in your marriage, walk in love. If you want your kids to have assistance and do better in their schoolwork or in the sports that they play or in the in the that instrument of the that they're learning in their music or whatever it is that they're doing walk in love because these benefits actually not just they just don't come to us but our children also benefit from how we walk in love um if you want to have better health i mean i don't know about you but i like health i like health (laughs) i want to be healthy walk in love Walking in love, this godliness, having having his nature in us, acting like God, like God's character, having God's character, his spirit inside of us, that brings value to you and it brings value to me in our life now in everything and in every way. Wow. So it holds promise for us here and... 
in the future and eternity to come. Uh-huh. You know, so you say promises. So what promises are we looking at in that then? Okay, so let's talk about the promises here, okay. right? Now, there's there are many promises in the Word of God. And, right. Um, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to list 10. Okay. I'm just pull 10 out. That's a number. I, I, I thought, okay, <laughs> you know, what are the promises? So I started looking up, what are some promises that we have? So uh, here's a promise. We are promised, um, according to Romans 8 and 11 and Luke 2449, Acts 1, Acts 2, the Holy Spirit living inside of us. The Holy Spirit. So in the Old Testament, they had to go to the tabernacle and only the priest could enter into the Holy of Holies and encounter the presence of God. But today, because of Jesus Christ, we have the Holy Spirit living and dwelling inside of us. And I love what Romans 8 and 11 says. Romans 8 and 11 says that the same Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives inside of us. He lives and dwells inside of me. So that's a pretty big promise to have the presence of God dwelling right in here in my heart, inside in me. I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. Uh, God's spoken word. This is another promise will come to pass according to Acts 7 and Acts 13. We have the promise of eternal inheritance in Hebrews 9. We have uh, the, the blessings of Abraham according to Galatians 3 and 14. All the blessings of Abraham. We have because we are um, we are heirs to the promise and what God promised Abraham in in the Word of God because we have accepted Christ now we are those adopted sons and daughters therefore we have the same promises the same inheritance the same things that God promised Abraham we now get to partake of um, we have also the promise I love this one of freedom from sin and bondage by hey. simply believing in Jesus Christ. Yeah. Freedom feels really good. Yes, it does. <laughs> Freedom feels better than any high you could ever get. Yeah. It feels better than any other state of euphoria that you think that you could obtain through other means that we try in this world. Freedom feels much better than that. Yes, and it you'll does. Un- you'll never understand how good freedom feels until you actually are walking it out. I know you, you've experienced freedom. Oh, yeah. And a total life change. Um, and freedom from some things, uh, mental uh, attacks that the enemy would come against oh, yeah. you. How how has your life been better because of that? Well, I get to, you know, I'm happier. I have true joy. I have better relationships now because of it. You know, I can actually have a conversation with someone without thinking that they want something from me or they're talking bad about me. And yeah. I get to enjoy life and um i get to sleep better at night knowing that you know i get to walk in this freedom of my mind and i'm not constantly you know bogged down by wondering if someone actually likes me or if i'm actually good at anything or if god actually did call me to something and so you know you actually get to just be free and have pure joy and true happiness and peace and peace i can't imagine you know the prison to um Paranoia, being it's always crazy. constantly paranoid, yeah, of, and worried about you know what someone else is thinking and in and, and those thought patterns. But now, now that you're not a prisoner to that kind of a bondage, and you're not living in a constant state of being paranoid about yeah. what others are thinking or saying about you, you you get, like you said, you, I love you said I I lay down and I go to sleep at night. Yeah, that's peace. It is paranoia. You know, it consumes you. 24-7. And that kind of leads me to the next thing. The other promise is that we have an, uh, the promise of abundant life now on this earth. 
Oh, you yeah. weren't living abundant life. No. And when I've been in bondage <laughs> in the past, I, they're, they're, that's not abundant life. It's, it's not, not. There's no peace. There's no joy. There's not, there's, there's not that state of just having a constant peace about you and joy about you, uh, that abundant life. That's, our, that's one of our promises. Here's another promise. We are heirs of his kingdom to those who love him in James 2, 5. Yeah. Well, heirs of his kingdom. Think about this. If, um, if you leave an inheritance to your children, they didn't earn that. No. They just received it. And so if I leave an inheritance to my children, they get, a lot of times an inheritance is a lump sum of money. Right. Maybe it's housing, whatever we leave to our kids. Um, we're heirs to the kingdom. It's an inheritance that we get free and clear from the Father because of Jesus Christ. And in his kingdom, in God's kingdom, there's victory. Yeah. In God's kingdom, there's no sickness. In God's kingdom, there's peace. In God's kingdom, there's no lack. I mean, we could sit here and go on and on right. and on about the, <laughs> the, the things that we inherit because we're part of the kingdom. To those, there's the condition who love him. Yeah. So another one, eternal life in First John 2 and 25. We do have the promise. I mean, we want to have a good life now. Oh, yeah. But we also have something to look forward to, which is an, an eternity in heaven with Jesus Christ. We have that promise. We also have um, the promise. This one's out of the Old Testament, but I love this one. It's Exodus 23 and 25, and it says that he's blessed our food and our water, and he's removed sickness away from our midst. I pray this all wow. the time. We bless ourselves with this, um, <laughs> this scripture when we pray over our food constantly. But we have that blessing. It's a promise in the Bible, and it's mine. If I walk in love, I can receive this blessing and this promise. It's you get mine. To use it. And then all of his promises, 2 Corinthians 1 and 20 says, are yes and amen. So every promise that we didn't list in this podcast that's in the Word of God, he says they're all yes to us. He's not saying no. He says right. they're all yes. And amen means let it be unto me. So yes, and let it be. I'll take yeah. that. Thank you. Let it be unto me. Right. So, Amen. Anyway, <laughs> the catch to this, which I've already said to all of this, is that there's a condition. There is a condition to receiving these these promises, to receiving these benefits, and which are the promises that God has laid out for us. And so the catch is that we're supposed to the godliness, right? Mm -hmm. We, were, which is God. God's character is love. So we could say walking in love is the condition for us to receive this. So the oh, wow. way to profit is for us to do some spiritual training. And you kind of hit on this just a, a minute ago. Um, and spiritual training is godliness. Um, uh, another way to describe godliness is living for God. So keeping his commandments. Right. Um, and we talked about this in the last episode, to practice keeping his commandments, to practice walking in love. Um, that's how... That's how we uh, um, attain this godliness, but we we have to we have to practice. We have to right. take it to 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 train spiritually. We have to kind of we have to do it. We have exactly. to take actions every day. You have opportunities every day to try to practice this. So, um, so we keep his commandments, but under the new co um, covenant, we only have one commandment that we're supposed to keep. Just one. What was it that we said we were supposed to do? It was in Romans thirteen ten. Uh, you know, there's only one law: the law of love. Yeah. That's it. We practice loving people, loving our neighbor as ourself every day. Ephesians 5 says this, 1 and 2. Follow God's example, therefore as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, 
as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. So to follow God's example and to keep his law of love, it means to practice, which is spiritual training, practice walking in love the way Jesus Christ loved us. Wow. I mean, how did he love me? If I think about how did Christ love me, he loved me when I was unlovable. He loved me, and I'm sorry, when I didn't deserve it. Yeah. He forgave me when I probably didn't deserve I know I didn't deserve forgiveness, but he forgave me anyway. He healed me when I didn't deserve it. He delivered me when I didn't deserve it. He showed me mercy when I didn't deserve it. He has loved me through everything I've ever done wrong. He never withheld his love from me. Never once did Jesus Christ say, I am mad at you because of what you did, so I'm not going to speak to you, Holly, for three years. <laughs> he didn't withhold himself right. from me. The minute I came back to him and I repented for what I had done and I asked for forgiveness, he immediately restored back that relationship. He's always had outstretched arms welcoming me in no matter what I've ever done, no matter how many times I've uh, disobeyed him, how many times I rebelled against him, how many times I broke his law yeah. of love. Jesus Christ loved me by giving me his life. Yeah. He paid the price for all of my sins, the mistakes in the past and the ones that I'll make, you know, all the ones I'll make from now until the day I die. He's already paid the price for every single one of those. So that's how he loved us. And he says, if you're going to walk in this way of love, um, you practice loving others the way that I have loved you. That's a pretty high calling. It's, it's pretty, you know, wild when you think about it. You know, his grace and his mercy is just never ending. No. And so when you think about loving people the way Jesus loves you, you kind of sit back and you're like, whew. That's a that's a big uh, shoe to fill there. <laughs> that's really it's it's not it's not easy in the flesh. It's not easy right. in in the natural. I mean, we have the supernatural uh, spirit of Christ. When we receive Christ, His Spirit comes inside of us. We have that promise of the Holy exactly. Spirit living and dwelling inside of us. So we have the the power is there for us to help us to do this and to walk in love. But we just um, we have to utilize it. We have to grasp it. And when right. my natural self runs out, I have to I have to be able to allow the Holy Spirit submit to him and allow him to love through me when when I'm I get to the place where I feel like I, I, I don't think I can do this right. I don't think I can walk in love and, and do what you're saying there Holly yeah. and uh, so but when we do this when we do it we will profit according to first Timothy 4 and 8 in everything and in every way that's so we have profit so that's so the good. first benefit that is so good Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Discovering the Bible with Pastor Holly Howard. Our prayer is that you're blessed and challenged by every single one of these episodes and that you share it with someone that you think would enjoy it. Want to learn more about Bridge of Hope Church and who we are? Head over to thebridgecincy.com or Bridge of Hope Cincy on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much.